0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Marketing. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, how to how to build, plan out, build, and, and deliver a really effective marketing strategy. I'm super excited to have back John Mowat, um, who is uh, an author, a consultant, and MD of a fantastic video marketing agency. Um, we spoke a few weeks ago, John, about um, the, the creative side, the psychology side, what makes a good video. Um, and today we are going to dig into, so great. You got a good video. What the hell do you do with it? Right. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sound good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, as everyone, don't forget to subscribe and in the meantime, we'll get cracking. So, um, so last time we spoke, John, we, say we talked about, um, uh, you know, what, what is, what is video? How do you make it create an emotional connection with people? Um, you know, what do you do with that video to a certain extent within your sales funnel as well but you know, that's that's the video itself that's connecting with people and having a message but yeah you know, there are so many channels to video now there's 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 so many metrics you can look at and yeah you know, and you know, all digital marketing is is driven and should be driven certainly by performance metrics so you, before we get into you know, how do you plan a really effective marketing strategy what should you be producing where should you be distributing it etc etc um, let's just wind it back a little bit. Um, where where do, you, where do you start, right? I mean, you, you, you've got to think about, um, you know, as with everything, and, and those people that have read my book and I'm sure your book uh, will know this, but you've got to start with your goals. But from a video marketing strategy perspective, what does that mean?
1: That's a good shout. I think what, what you know, imagine you're the marketing director of a, of a brand that's been going a while and you've come in new you know and you're like right i'm going to reject some kind of contemporary sort of thinking to this stuff and i'm going to put more video in it it's like that's typically where i think a lot of people start it's like they've already got a marketing plan um or of some kind or uh and they're just like well, what tools can i use so i think the easiest thing for me to do is to give some like initial like Terminology and, and approach and thinking, and then we can kind of build up on that if that if kind of makes sense. So, the things that you need to know when you're planning with video, you, you've got to start with a good plan. And that firstly means you've got to understand your business problems, which I'm not going to go into because everyone knows their business problems, but understanding where they are in the, in the digital sales funnel is important. Then we can talk to you about, like, I can talk to you about what kind of films you've got to solve problems because they're not all created equally and they will do very different things. A, an eight second TikTok is not a two hour webinar, right? So it's like understanding those kind of things. Uh, and then once we've got that, we need to understand emotional drivers, which we touched for last time we chatted actually, but it's really important. And then from there, you can build out a plan. So that's the plan. Um, and then the good thing is when you've got a plan, if you've got a million pounds or a million dollars, you can spend that much. And if you haven't, you can look at the plan and prioritize, but you've got you to start with that that plan so um i mean i know that i'm just about to launch off into a big phantom bounce sales funnels but i think that's that's the most important thing right it's like for me if you look at the traditional sales funnel it was this kind of v shape right and you put mass media in the top tv advertising millions of eyeballs and over time you would sort of shrink them down and you'd get a sale out of the bottom and it's like it's just not that shape anymore for me like the digital sales funnel is like now narrow at the top and then it bulges in the middle and it gets narrow again at the beginning because if you think about it we're we're putting leads in at the top which are highly targeted you know we can target by demographics and age and interest groups so we're putting a lot less but much more relevant leads into the top then people stay in that middle of the sales funnel for a week a day a month a year while they get to know your brand they get to understand what it does And we have to have content there for them. Um, And then we spit them out. And then when they are ready, we can probably nudge them over the edge to a sale. So if you look at that, it's like at the top of the funnel, we're an advertiser, right? We're pushing into people's feeds. We're doing search. We're doing TV. People aren't choosing to watch it. You know, we're, we're kind of shoving it into their faces a bit. And that's where we make emotive brand films and maybe have some search friendly content and then once you understand that's your problem if people know who you are but your problem is they don't know what you do then it's the middle of the sales funnel you have got to look at when we're a publisher so we're telling what we do and that's when we 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 can tell longer stories because people are choosing to watch it um it's going to be on your site it's going to be more social and long form explainers testimonials that kind of stuff and then if people n- know that you exist they know what you do and they're still not buying then you've got a problem at the bottom of the sales funnel which is like how do we convert people and that's where we can do direct response stuff we can do super short adverts or you know, money off so the first thing in the plan is go where's my problem is it top of the funnel middle of the funnel bottom of the funnel and then you can build on from there if that makes any sense
0: yeah it makes total sense i think it's a really interesting um i mean i guess that's not a funnel anymore if you put it that way right there yeah i don't, know what, I don't even a, know what shape a, that is I've had it described yo, yo. as a bladder
1: before. Yeah, <laughs> it's just very bladder. kind of a weird <laughs> shape. <shed bladder. laughs> sure it's <laughs> not really <laughs> gonna catch on. But um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 kind of like a it's kind of a I don't know, balloon shape with a you know, a balloon shape with a hole at the bottom, really. Yeah. It's it's yeah, I think, I think that's what it's, it's right. I mean
0: I, I think it's, it's spot on. There's an awful lot that goes on in that sort of um that consideration phase now. Um, mm. I think it, it does differ slightly depending on on who you are and, and, and what you're promoting. I think in B to C world, um, the top of the funnel can still be pretty wide open. Um, if you're yeah, doing, of you know, course, if of the, you're a above above if you've got line. budget
1: for TV or above the line, yeah, absolutely. yeah, exactly.
0: If you're a McDonald's yeah. or something, then you're not you're not going yeah. after each individual burger eater. You know, you're
1: <laughs> yes, to everyone yeah.
0: and bring them all in the doors. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I think uh, it, it does differ. But no, I think that's a, that's a really interesting way of looking. I suppose at that. I
1: should and, call that my. Kind of like below the line digital sales funnel, or rather than the through the line or an above the line thing, it's like yeah, exactly. I think yeah. Mass media marketing still got its place, but even then, like we do a holiday company, they do a lot of above the line, but then you still yeah. use this digital funnel for the other stuff for the you know yeah. the, the parallel stuff. But
0: maybe the you know maybe that funnel comes down and then drips into your planet, oh maybe I need to maybe I
1: need maybe I need to adjust that yeah okay
0: oh no, dear it's it's, something to think about um, it's something to think about yeah. Nothing else to think about this evening. Um, so that's um, yeah. That, I think that's re- that's a really important point. We you know, we always need to start with those goals um, and, and what we're going to convert. And, and that and that sales funnel model is is really interesting. But then, let, let's say you've had a look at that, you understand as you say you've got a marketing plan. You understand what those hmm. uh, what your sort of core goals are, right? You you've got you've got an understanding of how your sales funnel works. Um, but yeah, beyond that, if you start then focusing, on, so what do we do within video to uh, to solve these problems, to answer these questions, you know, what sort of um, what sort of films do you think people need to be creating? What what videos? How, how do you approach where to start? Right, there's so many different yeah. messages, so many different approaches <clears throat> to video. How do, you, how do you think about that and structure that? Well, it's,
1: it's how you organise it, right? And I think there's been a temptation to go, this is a talking head, this is an animation, this is a film, this is a whatever. And I think that categorising it by what it looks like is fundamentally the wrong approach because you can do the same job with an animation as you can do with archive-driven thing or whatever. So the uh, a really good uh, system was that youtube were working with we, an agency called we are social in the uk on the adidas account and they decided mm. let's um how do we categorize the kind of content and they came up with these three categories hero uh, hygiene and um sorry hero hub and hygiene is what they came up with um and that was kind of YouTube's model and I won't go into that because I've slightly adjusted it because YouTube isn't all of video marketing. But the way I look at video is four types hero, hub, help, and go. And once you understand those four types, which is leading segue where well, I explain it nicely, um, but once you understand those four types, you get it. So a hero film is emotional um it's it's emotive it's normally at the top of the funnel it's going to be short 15 30 60 seconds it's that classic kind of tv commercial right and if you if you look at a brand that did it felix Baumgartner jumping out of the spaceship for or the hot air balloon for for red bull right got nothing to do with the brand i mean arguably it gives you wings or whatever it is um that that kind of big hero stunt where it isn't really about that but it's big budget uh, and that's your hero asset. Um, a, a smaller brand might do a brand film or a TV commercial. So that's that's easy. We understand that's traditional film. Underneath that, you've got like a hub film. And looking again at the um, the the Red Bull version, uh, you call it a hub because people keep coming back to it. It's like a content hub. It's a series. So Red Bull did a thing about what is it like to be a professional surfer, and you just go back and watch it, which started to connect more clearly with their sort of brand proposition. Um, we work with people like Costa um, and a hub film for them is like a whole series about how we make coffees, like baristas telling you what a good Cortado is and that kind of stuff. Um, And that hub stuff is typically the middle of the sales funnel. So it's like, we need to explain what we do. We need to tell deeper stories. So we get attention with the hero stuff. We, we we can we explain with the hub and then uh, the, underneath that is the help content and the help content is what people are googling when they want to find some solutions um it's it's testimonials it's anything that's gonna deepen that triangle so i think of it as a content triangle like a a, a few hub hero assets at the top a few more hub assets underneath and then loads of help content because we need to solve problems and all those things and then the other thing you need to know is about go content which is super short which is like you need to do it here's some money off go and find something so once you understand the hero hub help model and you understand the 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 sales funnel you can go right i've got a problem at the top of the sales funnel i need a i need a help film which means that people can google it so they can find me or i need a hero film which emotionally connects or you go do you know what? I've got a real problem in the middle of this thing because nobody understands what on earth we do. And that's going to be like a series of hub content, which explains it. So those two models are kind of core to everything that we think about. And it's a great place to start. But normally a good campaign will have a hero, some hubs, loads of helps and the odd go, you know? Nice. It's almost like I've talked about that before, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's love it. I love it. HHHG. That's that's, um, that's, uh, a good one to remember. Uh, Is that in your books?
1: oh yeah it is in the book yeah and it's it's, it's interesting because i developed it for the book but it's like it really does actually work so in the agency in hurricane we, that's very much the language that we talk about um and it, and it just really really works and it, the world's becoming more complicated because hero films are different formulas and different lengths but and you might run a youtube channel with lots of content on it but it's still the same basic stuff right yeah. Okay.
0: That's really. That's a great. That's a really great model. Um. And and I think yeah. I, I, I use. I've always used different terminology for what is effectively the same videos, but um, yeah, mm. I mean, you, you talk about hub. I always think about evergreen and series, and it's, it's effectively yeah. the same sort of types of approach, right? But, um, but yeah, yeah. and really the Evergreen's, evergreen,
1: evergreen is the most hub and evergreen stuff, right? I think is the unsung hero of the yeah. thing um, yeah. because it's like it's going to give you long tail search results. Uh, it, it's going to drive engagement rates. It's going to drive conversion rates. It's going to hit a lot of those kind of metrics. Hero films are eyeballs. I got this many eyeballs, right? Great. Yep. And I can click through to a site, but it's the hub stuff and the help stuff that's going to increase sales, which is going to drive yeah, conversion I, rates I and stuff I think like that.
0: Th- I would add that the hero pieces um, will often create a, a brand in a stronger way than some of the others. So they might not create the action. Correct. They might not create the sales. They might not create the customers, but mm. they may well um, tell a story that resonates with people or position you a certain way um demonstrate your values more clearly and, and those sort of things whilst they're not focused on driving immediate business they are of course part of the building the brand which of mm-hmm. course in turn creates higher conversion rates better retention rates you know, depending on what sort of business you are so um so i think there's a really solid yeah. place for those but you need to do them in my mind really well i think those are the things you can't skimp on they've got to be a you know, good high production value um, yeah, well put together pieces. Um, I'd imagine. I agree think the with really smart
1: one. stuff is when there's a straight line, there's a direct connecting line between your hero, your hobby, your help and stuff. Because yeah, it's like, yeah. let's say you come up with a central brand proposition. Like we work with a holiday company, and it was like, this is your time, right? This is your mm. time on holiday. It's super precious. Well, then that's the hero film it's all about emotive this is your time spending time with your family but the hub stuff the evergreen stuff is here's what you can do with your time on a holiday and it's like a series of travel videos about what you can do in the middle of england or on the coast of england and then yeah. the help stuff is like how do you spend your more time more effectively how do i book easily it's like tie it all together that's where it starts getting clever
0: yeah, I agree. So you know, multi-layered campaigns, I think that those things are you know, hugely, hugely powerful, really resonate. And, and it's easy to step people from one thing to the other if the message is consistent as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really, really good. Um, okay, so yeah, let's say we've got we've got these types of videos. Now, we know what the goals are, we know what sort of videos we need to be producing, but how do we get that into a, a compelling sort of content plan? Um, mm-hmm. that says, you know, take all these videos and this is mm-hmm. what I need to do with them and how I send them out and how I coordinate them and where do they go? I mean, how do we get from from a to b on that
1: journey yeah and also when do i engage either my internal team or an agency right when does this yeah, stop yeah. being when does this stop being um a, a theoretical exercise and become real so everyone loves a spreadsheet and i've got a spreadsheet which i can share which is a tool that i use which is a video marketing planning template or whatever you want to call it but fundamentally it's like it just helps you with the process it's like this is the stage in the funnel this is where i'm working on these are the kind of films i need these are the kpis these are the key messages uh you know and and it goes into like hundreds you know loads of loads of columns and depending on how nerdy you are you can fill them out but it's like i think the first thing to do is just start mapping out the content that you need um and then i think the next thing is well, which bit's the priority um and where do i need to spend my budget because not everyone's got a million pounds for an integrated campaign right but it's like actually if you've got an iphone and one of your problems is you're not converting then just going to go and do some testimonials it's going to start making an impact on your business so i think number one is just lay it out brain dump it um and then you can do the cool stuff like what are these films going to look like and that's a whole nother question which we can get into but lay it out and take it from there nice
0: okay so okay so we've got our videos we've got a a bit Mm. of a plan we know what we're trying to achieve um I think one of the questions that that I get a lot and, you know, as you know, I do, I do a lot of work with with brands to help them you know, develop strategies in all sorts of areas, sometimes around video, but but much more, much more broadly than that. But the question often comes up with regards to video, but also more broadly with regards to branding and advertising and um, you know, many other areas. Where do where do I focus my efforts? Right. So you, know, you can go out there and you can put your videos uh, on your site, you can put them on YouTube. You can put them on TikTok. You can put them on on Instagram uh, Reels. You can, yeah, I mean, you you put them on Facebook. You, I mean, you can you can mm. distribute these things everywhere. Um, so, and and uh, we could spend the next five or six hours talking about all the different channels, <laughs> right? And and the benefits yeah, yeah. Of each and how you approach them. But yeah, I think there's two that we should be honing in on that are going to be most useful for people, which are uh YouTube and TikTok uh, yes. right now. Because you know, YouTube's been around for a long time. Uh, it's a yeah, massive search engine, uh, massive social media site has huge um, uh, impact and 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 you know, has shorts as well as, as as lengthy videos and how-to videos and incredibly compelling. TikTok, of course, is the real big trend these days, and and you know, in many ways has the opportunity to um, to get your video in front of far more eyes than the other channels too. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you must be dealing with YouTube and TikTok day in day All the out. All yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, let, let's, let's talk about TikTok to start with, because that's, that's, I mean, it's such a Yeah, and, and a I think
1: probably one thing to establish before we dive <clears throat> into the channels, right, is like what we're talking about here is activation. There's, there's <clears throat> two ways you can approach social channels, right? One is that you have some content, like a brand film or whatever, and you put paid behind it, and you put paid media behind it on TikTok and, and YouTube. And that's one way of using those channels just to, to activate your content. But the other way to do it is to do organically own those channels organically and actually to grow a youtube channel or to grow a tiktok channel and those are completely different tools and it's really when we're going to talk about it it's like the thing that people get excited about is i'm going to start a tiktok channel i'm going to start a youtube channel and we can talk about that and i think we should focus on that but equally maybe later in the chat we revisit this and go well hang on if i just got some assets and i just want to get them out what can i do which is a paid thing um so that was a rant wasn't it um so (laughs) which one are we doing let's do tiktok um only because it's really important because i think people get a little bit confused about it but the the thing with tiktok is do you actually want to do it right i think we as marketers are really bad at getting distracted by the shiny new thing a little bit right so like the big question first you've got to do is do i need TikTok? you know there's amazing stuff like it's it's reach is fantastic um it it was traditionally quite young but that is actually changing you know it's Mm -hmm. got 260 million monthly active users it's like 206 million sorry monthly active users um it's huge right and its engagement rate is massive it's getting 18 percent engagement rate and if you compare that with instagram which is only 3.86%, you know, yeah. and, and, and the zeitgeist at the moment is keep it real. TikTok is more real than anything else. Arguably, Be Real is realer than TikTok, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty real. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also you can get super, super niche on it. It's like if you do finger knitting, you can find a TikTok channel about finger knitting. Yeah. So I think there is a really kind of compelling reason to be on TikTok. Um, I think 47% of TikTok users are between 10 and 29 it's it's crazy and what's really worrying is that kids of four to 15 are spending on average 75 minutes on a day on it a day yeah. So it's there's there's a lot of stuff and and that leads me through to oh yeah that's the other thing is people are using tiktok as a search engine now so there's yeah. a great quote from this kind of off the record google insider who was basically saying that like something like 40 percent of young people when they're looking for somewhere to eat they don't google it they tiktok it which is yeah. bonkers for someone of my decrepit years. You I, no, know, so. I've,
0: I've heard that um, myself. A uh, very similar stat uh, myself. And I think it's absolutely right. And in the same way, you know, years ago, um, there are a lot of millennials uh, who used to use uh, Twitter as their search mm. engine rather than Google as well, because mm. um, it's more often more current as to you know what's happening right now. So yeah, it's uh, yeah it, it, that that is a trend that I think people overlook. It's not just a place people go to catch up on social it's it's you know, the, mm. the beginning of their internet journey for for younger generations definitely
1: and that's why i think Sim, that's why people are like oh, we should do it you know we can get hit with the kids or whatever we could do it. but on <laughs> the on the uh, on the other side like tiktok is like um firstly a massive ball ache. it's really time consuming to do well right mm. putting aside the just advertising on it if you're going to run a tiktok channel which you know we've we've helped a couple of businesses start tiktok from channel um from scratch you you one of your team is going to disappear because they are going to be tocking, and it's very hard to ship it out to an agency because it's about authenticity it's about your team so we we work with um a a, a british sort of book distributor like a second hand book distributor and suddenly you know their marketing team is running around the warehouse doing dances and we we're, we're grabbing people off the shelves and we're grabbing people off the sales force to do these things so it's it's a big commitment secondly do you want to be part of a channel which is becoming increasingly supervised for security and privacy invasions? It's known for political censorship. It's already mm-hmm. been connected to harmful behavior and cyber stalking. You know, there's a big brand safety element of being on it. And it's like, sure, go into it. But it's like, I think you just have to decide, um, you know, is it, is it, is it for you? And, and also it's really fiddly and complicated. It's like the analysis is really hard it's the data it's just it's not as good a business tool as we would like it to be because it didn't start that but yeah just balance those two things out right um
0: yeah i think it's still on a journey i i, I think yeah there's the positives and negatives right i think with with instagram instagram is a long way away from where it started out um and i yeah. think it gets a lot of negative press because of that and i think rightly so i think it's it's not what it what it started out to be um since yeah, Facebook bought it and went a different direction. It still has a lot of strength to it um, from a from a brand perspective, and the ability you have to manage things on there and run ads on there and that sort of stuff. It's great, um, yeah. but it's not as authentic. It's not as easy to use to get real traction with organically as TikTok is, um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's that's the challenge. The the, the challenge for TikTok is. Do they, do they push much more towards advertising and brands and go down an Instagram route but move away from who they authentically are and therefore lose their mm. place? Or do they try and stay authentically with who they are and try and adapt the advertising tools in the background? And I, I, don't think, I don't think any of the social media channels have really got that right in any of their journeys yet. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes for those guys over the next mm. few years.
1: Yeah. And ad blockers and and that whole kind of, that whole kind of thing. But it's interesting. I just pick up on something you said there. It's like, you, I think you said something like organic success where you can get found. Like the really interesting thing about TikTok is you can blow up. Like you can make massive things. And this is to do with the way the algorithm works. Right. So, you know, you, you post a video and it goes out to a small bunch, bunch of viewers Um, Mm -hmm. and you can be completely unheard of, you know, you can be in a, but if those people Right, What TikTok wants more than anything is for you to keep watching, right? They don't care if you're having a good experience. They don't care if it's good for you. They just want you to keep watching. So if somebody puts out a video which matches to an audience to watch it, that's the first rank, right? And then they'll boost it again. Yeah. And then if those people watch it, they'll boost it again because it's just watch mm-hmm. boost to boost. So you can go from unheard of to, you know, 10 million views. If you're lucky, right? Equally, you can die a death, and it's what people get excited because they have they do a post, and what it does is it it goes to a certain group of people, and it gets watched, so it gets boosted again. So you get this kind of uplifting views, and then it just dies, and that's because just not enough people are, are watching it. So it's quite a pure thing, right? If it's yeah, but the other thing brands struggle with is people don't watch brand messages people don't share the shit you right. want them to share right but we did one where the ceo was making a bit of an idiot of himself and dancing around with a book on his head It he got hundreds of thousands of views because it was funny <laughs> it's like yes yeah. you have to be prepared for that the thing that might work might not be the thing you really want to push
0: yeah that's right and, and people are going there for as you say sort of education education and entertainment two are the main reasons people mm. look for anything online and um i think if you can answer one of these problems you've got the best the best chance of having some success and and yeah if you mm. just put out yeah if we go back to the hero videos right we start putting out mm. really beautiful brand hero videos on tiktok probably not going to work right it's going to um, die it's yeah 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 exactly no yeah. no one's interested right so yeah, have, have the outtakes a video where someone fell off something and you might have a better chance <laughs> <right>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's i mean that is it so you know i think for the people listening to this like do i want to do one it's like Do you want to make the commitment to do it properly? Because if you're not going to do it properly and do a genuine TikTok channel, you might as well put it to one side and just run paid on TikTok, which is where most people are dipping their toes. Um, But if it's for you and it fits your brand proposition and you want to get seen by that generation quickly and you don't necessarily want specific actions, like you're not looking to immediate sales, you just want eyeballs to drive awareness, go ahead, crack on.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, we talked, um, we said that you know, TikTok and YouTube, are, the two we're going to focus on now. So let's just flip mm. over to YouTube. Mm. How does that, how does everything you've just said about TikTok differ to how you'd approach
1: YouTube? Um, it's completely, it's a completely different thing, right? It's like, again, let's put paid, let's put paid to one side. Let's not talk yeah. about pre-rolls or like we can talk about that. Let's just say you, um, you want a channel. It's about if you if you just want to ch- okay firstly people won't click through from a youtube channel to your brand site it's like sub one percent like you, you're not it's not a sales pipe but it's a brand awareness pipe so you there's the favorite case of a, a sort of a plumber um in i think he was in kansas or somewhere and he just started posting funny um clips about you know his outrage at bad plumbing jobs he's now got a multi-million pound business on the back of it just because of brand awareness um Where was I going with that? Oh yeah, it's about consistency, consistency of posting. Um, It's about sort of the velocity that you can post and and consistently good stuff. Yes, it is interested in watch times, but it's not just eyeballs, it's much more involved in engagement rates. Like if somebody watches one of your videos, will they bounce onto another one of your videos and then from then to another one, and then it will boost your channel. So what you're looking to do with YouTube is consistent posting, of entertaining stuff so that you can be recommended. So 75% of the views on YouTube come from being recommended by YouTube. So you need to work to get recommended, which is regular posting and long engagement rates, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've got a really charismatic person, or people and you can put them front and center and they can make regular content then a growing a youtube channel from scratch is a really good shout um if you're just putting out the occasional brand film or bit of a talking head and you slap it on youtube it's gonna it's not gonna do anything so again it's like do you bought are you gonna do this properly or is it just a repository for your stuff yeah yeah it's a, it's I can a good rant point about youtube a lot
0: <laughs> no, it's a good point. And, and it's it's. I think it's true across all content. I think um, yeah, it, it's like if you consider SEO and, and, and blog writing, right? I think that's, mm. that's another really, it's a, it's a very similar area. And that, you know, if you write one blog every two months, and you think that's gonna, that's gonna get you somewhere. Mm. It's, it's absolutely not. I mean, Google and mm. I mean, Google owns YouTube as well. Of course, so it's the same. Yeah, ultimately, it's the same thinking behind the doors, right? You know, you keep, keep feeding us with good interesting relevant content that people are engaging with right and and mm-hmm. do that frequently and we'll be uh yeah we'll be happy and 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 people engage with that we'll show it to more people ultimately that's the way the thinking goes and um and it's the same you know if, if you write a couple of blogs a week and you make them engaging and interesting and, and in your area of authority um then you'll own that space and it's exactly the same with with youtube um in, mm-hmm. in my mind as well so i you know, i always equate those two sort of approaches yeah. the same because you're uh, feeling the same beast right
1: you absolutely are. And I think if you've got a lower, it's weird, right? If you think, oh, I'm gonna, I've got a lower budget, so I'm not making as much stuff, so I'm just going to go only organic. Actually, if you've got the lower budget, you've got more need to go for paid activity, right? Because YouTube isn't going to recommend you because you're not making enough stuff. But if mm. you've got £20,000 or $20,000 for a film, make a $10,000 film and put £10,000 of med- paid media behind it, and you'll get seen by someone. Whereas Hmm. if you've got loads of subscribers and you're putting out stuff regularly, you just spend all 20,000 on a great film because it would just get watched. So it's, it's two very different approaches. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the final rant I have on YouTube is (laughs) it's, it's a one takeaway that everyone seems to get. If you are using YouTube to embed on your website, you just need to stop doing that. And I'll tell you why. If you open up your, uh, youtube sources um go into your youtube channel open up the sources it will tell you where the traffic has come from to a youtube channel and if you're hosting on YouTube, if you're using youtube to host on your website in your sources it will show you that there's traffic coming to your youtube channel from your own website so Mm. what's happening there is you're spending all this money to acquire visitors they land on your website they watch a youtube hosted video they click on the little youtube link and it disappears them back to youtube where suddenly they're watching cat videos or competitors videos it's like it's the biggest waste of money you can possibly do as a brand is to host using youtube use vimeo use 23 use vidyard like any one of these other tools are so much better um And there you go. That's the end of my rant about that. No, that's
0: good. That's good. I mean, any tool that takes takes someone off your website is is not recommended. It's not helpful, right? Yeah. It's not helpful. The only thing I would say is that, that having actually some external links from some, nothing to do with video, but having some external links from your site um, to build authority as, as as justification for the things you're saying within certain pieces of content is helpful, as long as you yes. open them in, in new windows. Um, but that's that's we're talking about SEO there, so yeah. let's not get distracted. Um, so <laughs> you've just have, you've just thrown a whole bunch of uh, numbers around about yeah. You know, if you spend this much on advertising and this much on yeah. on creation of a video, there, there, you know, there's a certain um, definitely still a conversation I have with with people all the time of you know, But isn't this going to cost us a fortune? Um, we're going to have to spend all this money creating all these these hero videos and, and then we've got to have to create videos every day or two days to feed the the social media machine and it's going to cost us an absolute fortune there's no way we can possibly afford this um I mean, what do you think about um about budgets and and video marketing because there's there's a number of thoughts i have on it
1: well the number one thing i get asked at a conference is how do i do this with no money It's like, so I'm well, I'm well used to that it can cost you an awful lot of money, but let's just go back to the plan again, right? We've, we've looked at this plan and we know we've got, we need to do something at the awareness phase, the consideration phase, and we know that we've got particular videos attributed to that. So like maybe some testimonials that are locked down the bottom of the sales funnel, those could be super, super cheap. So if you've got a lower budget, look at the stages of the funnel, Right and think what which type of films can i solve some of these problems with cheaply and so it doesn't have to be expensive yeah okay a hero film we make hero films that are like twenty thousand dollars to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars but equally you can get your iphone and you can make a a testimonial for for hardly anything yeah um the only thing my only thing is what what we see is when people have got lower budgets they try and get uh, videos to do lots of different things. So I don't know if you know what a spork is. Do you know what a spork is?
0: It rings a bell. I can't. It, a a, a my spork
1: head. is it's, it's it's a spoon and a fork, right? Right. And it's a crap spoon and a crap fork. It's like it's it's rubbish at both of those things. And it's like video I is just I know the what you mean. The spoon has yeah, it's kind of got the little. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So it's a camping thing. You can use it as a spoon, but you yeah. can't eat soup with it because it's got a fork in it. It's like it's a. It should be three tools, knife, fork, spoon, right? It's like, and they do different things. Cut stuff, spoon stuff, poke stuff. I can't can't describe it any better than that. And video is the same. It's like, if you're trying to solve a bottom of funnel sales problem or a top of funnel, it's like, it's a different job. So don't waste your money trying to go, I haven't got much money. I'm going to get a tool that does all these things. Like, just conserve your ammo, spend it on one thing and do it really, really well. Like, if if you need to do testimonial, spend it there. And it's just... There's a temptation to get, oh, we want it to drive sales, drive acquisition, but also explain what we do, and we need to have tests. It's like, it's, whoa, just chill out, like, stop doing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> do less. So
0: solve one problem at a time, yeah. It's, it's single-minded yeah, yeah. propositions. what we always talk about in marketing, right? Let's just do that one thing and do that yeah. one thing well, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Look, John, it's been um, really, really um, fantastic. It's been so helpful and, and, and informative. Um, I'm sure loads of people are going to get some really great tips out of this. There's so much more to it, and I'm sure you'd welcome conversations from anyone who's got any questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, marketing. reach out. Oh, over at Hurricane Media sure. as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But look, amazing, John. Um, maybe we'll have you back again. You've done two already. Maybe we'll get you in a third time. I <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: uh, Thank you very <laughs> much. I haven't put you off yet, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's been amazing. Um, so, yeah, I recommend, um, if you've got a video challenge, go speak to John over at Hurricane Media um, and uh, grab a copy of his books as well because they're, uh, they're really fantastic on this subject and hugely informative. So, um, in the meantime, uh, don't forget to subscribe to for the love of marketing and like the video if you found it helpful and um thanks very much john and uh, we'll see you. you guys on the next episode